Good morning, everyone. This morning, we wrap up our series, Anchored, where we have been exploring how to tether ourselves to the peace and stability of Christ in the midst of this pandemic fall. My hope has been that in all of this back and forth, up and down, open, close movement of the Delta variant surge, that you've been able to experience a grounding and a centering in the middle of this storm. The anchoring presence of Jesus, I think, is the supernatural gift of God to all of us in this, providing us the kind of centering that we need to both survive and thrive. Now, as Judy Howe mentioned in her wellness tip at the top of the service, this morning we're talking about change. We've been experiencing massive change on so many levels this past year. In fact, my spiritual director says that the macro level of change that we've experienced over the past year and a half has been completely draining all of us. Now, change is this experience of instability and uncertainty, and we usually don't like it unless we're in control of that change. But over the past 18 months or so, we've been in control of nothing. I mean, think about all the change we've experienced. Changes in social practices, in society and our culture, in schools and our offices closing, in vacations being canceled, in jobs being lost, in relationships breaking, in loved ones passing. There's been so much that has been so disorienting for us. Now I'm reminded of the story in Acts chapter 10 where Peter goes up on the roof to pray. We've, we've talked about this story before and, and he was given this vision of all these unclean animals being lowered from heaven on this giant piece of linen. Now God tells Peter, get up Peter, kill and eat. Now Peter cannot imagine that God would give such a command to eat these historically impure animals. Surely not, Lord, he says. I've never defiled myself like this. Now God replies, do not call anything impure that God has made clean. Now the story progresses to show this vision was actually the catalyst revelation that God was opening the door to the inclusion of the Gentiles. Now what I want to point out today was that this was a gargantuan change in the early church. And the person that God chose to help start that change was even sort of against it or doubted it at first. And I think that speaks to where all of us are today. We've been through these gargantuan changes ourselves in our own lives, life-altering changes, some enormous, some smaller and incremental, but a lot of change altogether. And so this morning for our communion devotional, I just want to give you a few thoughts that I had from this passage that I hope will help anchor you. The first thought I have was that Peter is anchored in prayer. He's on the rooftop praying what appears to be a normal practice of Peter's. His foundation is a relational communion with God. And so even though the command to include the Gentiles shocks Peter, it doesn't stop Peter from pursuing this invitation. Peter's relational foundation with God, that relationship, helps him to be anchored in the knowledge that God is with him, even in this huge shift. In fact, I'm of the belief that God may not have even chosen Peter for this task if he didn't have this anchoring practice of regularly meeting with and listening to God. Now, as you face the changes in your life this fall, how might prayer help you to be anchored to your relational foundation with God? The second thing that I want to talk to you about is that Peter had no certainty of what was going to happen next. There's 
so much ambiguity in this story. Peter at first doubts the command that God gives because it's just so unorthodox, but he also has no certainty about the next steps. In this bizarre series of events in the story, three strange men then show up at Peter's door and God tells Peter, just go with them. These men lead him to the house of Cornelius, a centurion who's also been receiving visions from God. And as Peter is speaking to Cornelius' household, the Holy Spirit is poured out upon all the Gentiles there. And the text says that everyone's astonished because in this mind-blowing move, God breaks down these sacred divisions between all these two people groups, the Jews and the Gentiles. And what I want us to be mindful of is that in all of this enormous change, Peter has no insurances of where God is leading. There's no plan. There's no vision or mission statement that he's supposed to follow. There's no schedule or program from God. There's no guarantee that any of this is going to work out. There's no direction. He only knows one step at a time. Open your door. You see the three men? Follow them. And for all of us living in 2021, I think certainty is a luxury that we just don't have anymore. But Peter shows us that we can be anchored in the uncertainty that comes with change. That God can steady us in a world where it's impossible to know what comes next. The last thing I want to talk to you about is that Peter's anchoring actually calls him to a step of faith. Now, we might think that anchoring this act of being tethered to something that's secure involves a lack of movement. That being anchored always requires standing still and and doing nothing at all. But that's not always the case. Peter goes from the the, the rooftop to his message with Cornelius' household and then eventually to Jerusalem where he recounts this whole journey and story and convinces the, the believers there that this Holy Spirit is embarking on this new endeavor. Peter's whole journey here is about movement forward toward the unknown, appropriate for the guy who takes a step of faith to walk on water. This passage tells me that sometimes being anchored actually means stepping out in faith, moving into the storm, but carrying the peace of God with you. Now, as we prepare our hearts for the communion table in a few moments, I want us to consider that these three points of Peter's journey mirror that of Jesus, who starts anchored in prayer in the Garden of Gethsemane, who has no assurance of stability or that everything is going to turn out okay, and who takes a massive step of faith as he offers up his life on the cross. And we realize that the story of the cross which we celebrate at the communion table, is also a story of instability and change, where Jesus, like Peter, shows us that sometimes being anchored is about stepping forward in faith.